0: Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Devin, and in case you haven't heard, there's people transferring. Uh, we're going to talk about it and all the other news. Just check us out.
1: Hey, how about them tops, son?
2: All day. SEC, boys.
1: SEC. They SEC. Where's the other, You're listening to the Red Out Podcast.
0: We all need someone and it's a strong person who can admit it i talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist and i really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was but with this episode sponsor better help you do you can filter out who you would like to talk to age gender religion and more to pair you with the person who works best for you and if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting you're not stuck you can switch counselors better help strives to offer affordable professional and accessible online therapy so go to betterhelp.com slash redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you, BetterHelp. Uh, we appreciate your support. And, uh, you know, if you would like to use our affiliate link, it's betterhelp.com forward slash redout. And if you use that, uh, you'll get 10% off your first, I think, month of service. Um, so definitely check that out. And by using the link, you also support us. And uh, if you'd like to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com uh, and give us, you know, for the cheap, cheap, cheap cost of a less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks, you can help us out. Uh, we appreciate your support there. Uh, if you do not want to financially give, you can always just uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, By getting us, uh, putting us out there a little more, we get more listeners, we get more support, it boosts our numbers. Uh, So, either way, it helps us out. So, uh, Jared, how's it going, bud? It's
1: pretty good. How are you? Doing good. (sighs)
0: It's just been a long, long day. Um, But anyway, um, and uh, it's been a long day for Coach Helton, too. (laughs) So,
1: <laughs> also, I'd like to uh, say at the beginning of this uh, podcast. I will be transferring from the Red Dot Podcast. Please respect <laughs> my decision.
0: <laughs> I just want to say. I just want to say. First off, I'd like to thank God
1: uh, for.
0: Uh, I love. Okay, first off, I'm a Christian too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mocking it, but every time, like you read those, and you're like, you know, you got to yeah, skip all sound like the same. First, You got to skip like the first three sentences, and then you can read. Okay, what's going on? Um, Every
1: single transfer thing is like, I'd like to thank God for the opportunity and blessings that I've had. I'd also (laughs) like to thank my coaches and my teammates for helping me become a better player. Um, With that being said, I'd like to announce that I'll be transferring from insert university name here. Uh, This is not an easy decision. Please respect it. I'm thankful for all the people who have supported me, X's, whatever, signature on a, all on an Apple note. All on like an iPhone note.
0: I always wonder if that is like what the university tells them to do. Like, is there a format that universities are like, this is what you go by?
1: Well, I've seen your bigger name players like have someone make an edit that actually says everything on it and has like their picture in the background and signature like imposed on it, which looks pretty cool, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, for a lot I'm of your really smaller good. players, it's just the iPhone note. <laughs> which is fine.
0: I mean, it still gets it its works, point across. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, okay um uh just so you know we will soon be called the boiler up or boiler out podcast um because that seems to be the the way things go um and then uh, you know after a few years we'll be going to louisville so i guess that's how it's going to work out
1: we're just following the same progression as jeff Brom,
0: exactly um which it, is that final or that is that just talk
1: no, I mean, I've seen basically every reputable source say that that's happening, so I would definitely say that it's happening at this point.
0: Yeah, I would too. Okay, I don't know details so, yet as far as well, like money
1: and how long, but we'll see.
0: I was going to say, so for those of you just now catching up to what we're talking about, um, Jeff Brom, former coach at Western, uh, went to Purdue, has had really good success there. Uh, he's in talks with University of Louisville, uh, his hometown, to be head coach there.
1: Yeah, it's his um, alma mater
0: too. Yeah. Oh, alma mater too. So, um, you know, I, I think that's a great play for him. Uh, some people were, I guess, confused that it's a bigger university or a little more, um, a little more prestige, I guess, with Louisville. But uh, Louisville's in the ACC. Purdue's in the what Big Ten? Yeah. So, the Big Ten's not what it used to be. So yeah, I can. And Louisville
1: easily... is neither. They're not what they used to be either. <laughs> no.
0: No, 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 no. By all means, Louisville's not what they used to be. Um, but, Little you know, Jackson I have seen it vaccinate
1: walking through that door anytime soon. No,
0: no, no, no. Um, and even, like, Malik Cunningham, you know, that kid was pretty... That, that kid had some skills, too. Um, he wasn't uh, Lamar Jackson skilled, but he was still very talented. Um, but rumor is that Jeff Brom's going to Louisville... Um, and I think the worry from Hilltopper fans is that Coach Helton will be going to Purdue, which could be the new pipeline. I don't know.
1: I don't see that happening. You don't man. think so? No. I
0: just so don't. Who? I've just.
1: already seen – like, Purdue is a big – I mean, they still, still care about football a lot. I mean, yes. they have Drew Brees as one of their alumni. He can help them out financially with a lot of their problems and other stuff too. So, I mean, they still take football very seriously. I don't see them following – just the WKU pipeline. I mean, sure, Hilton was under the same. He was on uh, his coaching staff with Braum and everything, but that doesn't mean that he'd be a good fit for it, fit for them. So, I mean, I feel like they'll go with a more high profile name or something. I mean, obviously not like Deion Sanders going to Colorado or anything like that. <laughs> but and of course Willie T is supposedly going with him. I thought that was a really interesting duo up in the Rockies now. Apparently, but I did too. Yeah. But.
0: I don't know. I mean, we're kind of, I guess we'll just flip flop this a little bit, but
1: see, uh, with, I don't know if you would want to call this a hot take yet, but I do not see Helton going anywhere anytime soon. I just don't.
0: Helton is very conservative on the field. And I don't know if that transfers over to um, to his thoughts on coaching. I don't know if
1: you got to watch, uh, not watch, but read that article that Eric Henry, one of the guys with Underdog Dynasty, he's like the big FAU and also, or FIU, sorry, and uh, he covers Conference USA uh, super duper well. And he put a big opinion piece talking about how Helton's philosophy of attacking the portal and doing basically what he's done the past couple of seasons is the type of model that every G5 school needs to go for. I mean, he's not he's just, wrong. Yeah, I mean, he's not. I mean, we had this huge debate about it in our group chat, talking about the whole landscape of how Western is. But I mean, I don't think there's anything we could do about it other than just give more money. So yep. I mean, and the big, it's the I think it's the red towel trust. That I'm going to go ahead and plug it because right we we plugged it on the towel rack too. If you want to see our good players stop transferring from WKU, the only way that is going to happen is if we give them some type of lucrative NIL deal to where they have enough money that they feel like they can feel supported financially here at WKU. And that's something we can't compete with these Power 5 schools. But I mean, even just the way that it stands now, we could be doing so much better trying to convince our players to stay, at least make it a conscious thought of them staying and not wanting to go to a Power 5. So, it's the Red Tile Trust. Um, they have a website for it. I know that it's just now starting to get launched and everything. All of that money will go to NIL stuff with WKU. So, that, that, that's something to look into. I think there's a Facebook page for it and also a Twitter account for it. But yes, we have to support financially, unfortunately. That's the only way that this giant mass (laughs) transfer will be able to end is if we give our players enough financial support to make them want to stay here. So Yes. Okay,
0: Jared, I'm going to read. Hold on. Let me help you with your plug. You ready? Mm -hmm. Here we go. One second. Let me get this right. Oh. Oh, is this the live version? Okay, here we go. For the cost of less than a few dollars a month, you can support a Western Kentucky athlete. RedTowelTrust.com allows you to support athletes so that they don't leave and go to Purdue every year like they have been. So just a few dollars a day could help Western athletes. Like Jamari and Sharp, who came back after going to transfer. Those athletes could stay here and play at Western. There we go. Does that work? Is that a little bit better? how okay. did you do that <laughs> that was youtube <laughs> oh. that's why i turned it really low because i don't have any rights to it so you
1: just need to put like the arms of the angel song like in those aspca commercials in the background. yes and that that's, what, that's what i was going for yeah
0: but i clicked on the wrong part of the song to do it but anyway i guess we may have to just start plugging that and then i'll just download that song
1: <laughs> <and Yeah>. just, <laughs> just randomly just start playing like for the, it.
0: if i could get the instrumental to it i'll just start doing that. Oh, it's um, cool too. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, seriously though, like my, okay. So my gripe is, is you kind of got like two to three different little segments of fans at Western. You got your fair weather who, whenever, whenever something goes wrong or something happens, they just go back and change, basically change the channel to UK or Louisville Yeah, and then you got your die hard fans. Okay. And if you're a die hard fan at Western, you know, support them yeah and if i'm not mistaken did they not say that there is some kind of like event that if you donate to it then you have an opportunity to have a sit down meal with some of the players or something is that right that's what they're
1: working they're working towards that all of this is still like beginning up and coming initiative yeah but this is how we're gonna have to attack this kind of thing because i mean it's not just us I know there's some people that have said that like we're compared to other schools that are like WKU and same conference or same tier that you're not seeing this massive turnover. Yeah. But I mean, I think that that's kind of how we're marketing ourselves though. It's like, Hey, come to WKU for a season and either you'll be good enough to go pro or you can go to a power five somewhere. Because I mean, that's the thing that we've kind of been plugging the whole off season was looking at how well we've done with transfers but, I mean, that's the way it kind of works. It's a revolving door. I mean, we might get someone that's really good for a season and then they're gone. I mean, just like Austin Reed. I mean, number-wise, yeah. number, number wise, he did really good. I mean, I still feel like he could have been a little better at times. But, I mean, he's he still just really, really good. And he's going to end up going to a power five somewhere and hopefully being able to start and looking pretty good. But, I mean, it's just still that same thing with WKU now. Here we are. whole other offense is going to be coming in. And new quarterback, new system, everything. I don't know if Hilton's going to make any adjustments with his coaching staff or not, as far as who's calling plays or offense, and if anything with that is going to change or not. I mean, that could be a big factor. Big factor with everything.
0: <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, let's back up just a little bit. Talking about Western. Uh, talking about coaches. Former Hilltopper coach um, Willie Taggart obviously was fired last week after the FA or fired after the FAU game against Western. Um, And rumor has it that there's one of two places. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just just me. Anyway. um, So anyway. um, Western um, uh, Willie Taggart. uh, Rumor is, is that Deion Sanders is going to try and hire him to be a player personnel person. Um, So basically, he's not really a coach. He's just basically somebody who's kind of, you know, helping the guys out, you know, helping them with whatever they need. Um, And then on the other side of that coin is the rumor that uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to hire him at Western or not Western. Gosh, Michigan. (laughs) What year is it? Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) Uh, But he's going to hire him at Michigan. Um, I don't know. I didn't ever heard what the position was there. Did you?
1: No, I think the one with uh, Colorado is probably the one that's going to happen from what I've seen.
0: Well, I mean, okay. So we had this debate the other day. Does Willie come back to coach?
1: I think if Colorado does really good with Deion Sanders and he does a good job leading that team and stuff, then maybe. um, Especially if there's like a school in Florida or something that has a position open that's not (laughs) FAU. (laughs) So, I don't know. I don't know who's left. I mean, UCF, I don't F-I-U. think he would be able to get that. I mean, that would be a downgrade from FAU. FIU would.
0: I he could know. go to FIU. He could go to, uh, what is it, Florida A&M. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying.
1: They're really good HBCUs, so, I
0: mean. I mean, you know, he, he, it's, possible. it's possible. It's um, possible. And he would be closer to family, which is what he's, that's why I think he took a lot of those Florida jobs. Um, but, and that's my thing, Harbaugh, I knew Taggart was going to land on his feet. Okay. When he got fired, I hated it for him because he's kind of got to uproot everything. But at the same point, that's the job you chose. You know, when you're a head coach,
1: coach,
0: it's life as a head coach. You're either, you know, you're either on your butt because you got fired or you're moving on to the next job. Um, but, um, so does, uh, his son transfer to Colorado too? Uh, I would probably. assume so.
2: I mean,
1: I would,
0: probably. That's usually how it goes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you want to kind of go with the flow there and go with your dad. Um. So, uh, um, Barron is going to Louisville, Taggart maybe going to Colorado. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody at Western is trying to uh, hold Taggart down, or not Taggart, hold Helton down so he
1: doesn't run off. Um, he's not I don't see him going anywhere I don't know why everybody thinks that Helton is such of like good coaching prospect I just don't see him gelling with a lot of different programs I guess I mean he is a very laid-back guy I've only got to meet him like maybe once or twice and I mean he's super nice super friendly super great guy but I mean he's not as fiery or energetic um, as a lot of your coaches that you would want to get your players all fired up and just try to be a little more, I guess, aggressive. Trying to make them feel like they belong more. That way, they don't transfer. Where Hilton's just kind of like, "Well, I really want you here, but if you want to go test the waters or something, I guess you can." And everything. But I yeah. Mean, he, <laughs> the thing,
0: yeah, make you sound like some country farmer. Well, yeah. if that's what you want to do, you I mean, just he is a little ahead.
1: bit. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a little country and everything. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just like no, he's no, so no. laid back. I mean. I just don't see him being a big name prospect for even like Purdue or something like that. I just don't really see it happening.
0: Well, which is fine. Here's, here's my thought. If you are Hilton, you've got to take, you've got to be a little conservative with the jobs that you take.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you've got a good thing here at Western. Sorry, I've got a cold. Um, good. He, um, you got to be conservative with the jobs you take. When you're at Western, you've kind of got a groove, you know what you're looking for year in and year out. Um, So do you leave this comfortable spot and go to a team that's, you know, in the ditch or even in the at the peak? Do you take them at the top of the hill or at the low of the valley? Um, If you go to the top of the hill and take a team, I feel like you're going to turn out Mike Sanford every time. Yeah because you're going to have a couple rough years. Usually those coaches are leaving for a reason. Yeah. Um, if you take one in, if you take one in a Valley uh, you know, you're Willie Taggart's um, I won't say Jeff Brom because Petrino kind of left him with a good uh, stable situation, mm-hmm. but you know, coach Helton, he came in off Mike Sanford who was, you know, having rough seasons. Um, so definitely we Western was in heels there. So, you know, you've got to be conservative with the job you take. You don't, I don't think you want to go take Purdue. If you're helping, if, yeah. if they call, unless they're offering a lot of money, I say you leave it because yeah. Braum is beating the socks off everybody up there. And if you come in, you know, the boiler nation may light a fire under you, under your seat really quickly. If you start, you know, screwing up, Almost. And,
1: says f- and also, I feel like nationally, the only things Coach Sheldon would really be known for is just being able to produce a really good performing quarterback. Yeah. Which is obviously something people want. Yeah. But also, like he's known for just how he's been able to continue to do great with the transfer portal, being able to bring in guys and have them mesh enough to have a high-powered offense and mm-hmm. be in a bowl game. Which, I mean, that's kind of what we want from our programs, too. I mean, it sucks we haven't been able to get a conference title the past two years as good as we've been. I mean, we've had opportunities last year. We were in the title game and lost just barely. And then, of course, this year, I mean, we laid an egg against North Texas. Had we won that game, we would have been playing in it instead of them. So those opportunities have been there. It's just been unfortunate that we haven't been able to. But I mean, I can live with it, though. That's the thing. I mean, eight and five yeah. this season. I mean, I'm all right with that. I mean, I feel like there were obviously games we could have won just like Indiana for the billionth time. Like, that's always a game that we should have won. And yeah. there was a few others where we just didn't perform as well. But ultimately, I mean, he's been able to maintain success at WKU. Um, I don't think he's hit his ceiling here. I mean, we could maybe get a 10-win season and conference title easily again at some point, depending on how he recovers from losing everybody <laughs> again. Yeah. But yeah. That, that, of, this might be a premature question, but where do you see him going as for a quarterback? Do you just see him going back to the transfer portal again or going to some like FCS level or lower school like he did with Zappy or Austin Reed? Or do you see him taking a chance on someone like Hayden Veltkamp or his nephew, Turner Helton? Maybe try to get one of those guys to be able to play next season. What do you think?
0: I think he's going to like he'll pull an FCS one out of his you know, his hoo-ha. Um, you know, there's several good quarterbacks that are out there. Um, but I don't know like who you would want. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you've got to get a pocket passer. You do not want a scrambling quarterback. After
1: um, Pigram, yes. You don't want to do that. Yeah.
0: Now. You don't want that, especially like you said, after Piggy. Um I'm looking at westerns or not westerns on uh, ESPN. They've got Austin Reed ranked ninth. Um, so I mean, I mean that's I think pretty impressive. Austin, yeah, he's going to do pretty good. Yeah, uh, and this is top thirty-five transfers. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I would say with with Reed is I don't think he's going to go to a big Power Five. Does that make sense? I don't think he'll land in the mm-hmm. SEC. Um, and the reason I say that is, is because when you watched him against a struggling Auburn team, you know, they started throwing a couple of confusing things at him and he was like, nah, you know, he started having a little more, he was a little more impatient in the pocket. Um, and that's why I think he will end up either, uh, you know, big 10 pack 12 or pack, whatever number it is now. Um, Big East, you know, he'll, he may go to a bigger conference, but I don't think it'll be, you know, something amazing. You know, he's not going to an Alabama, I don't well, think.
1: Well, obviously not Bama, but maybe I've foreseen Florida mentioned before.
0: Uh, it could be Florida. That's I'll give you that.
1: From down, down there and everything. So, I mean, technically not really like that side, but I mean,
0: I could definitely see a um, a small school, you know, maybe a new D1, you know, quarterback transfer to Western. You know, like uh, kind of like a Bellerman or something like that. You know, like a small school like that, not Bellerman specifically. But
1: see, here's my concern, though, is how many more times can Helton take a chance on someone that's like D2 or FCS level and then – them turning out really well like finding these diamonds in the rough because he hit absolute like gold with zappy and i still think he hit pretty good with reed too he came in and was able to produce the big numbers i mean there's a little bit of drop off which i mean obviously would happen after someone breaks two ncaa records yeah school but how many more times can he keep going the lower route and having someone that's at an FCS school come in and do well? Because, I mean, I feel like that luck could run out at some point where we get someone that's like a Zappy or a Reed and they just do not figure the offense out as well or they just don't perform as well. Because, I mean, if you think about it, we still had Jarrett Dagey and everything to come in. And it's just the fact that Reed yeah. actually ended up being better than him in camp is the reason why he didn't even stay. But I mean well, it does still kind of show that Helton can get some power five transfers in as well. I mean Was or- he
0: but was he better or did Deggy just get pissed? Cause that's what I felt like happened. Well,
1: I feel, I feel like, like the he, competition. Reed was better. Well, no, this is what happened. Reed was better, which is why he was pissed. He got beat yeah. out by someone from West Florida, and that's why he dipped. He didn't dip until it was announced that Reed was the starting quarterback. And I think the writing was on the wall beforehand that Reed was just doing better than him, anyways. So,
0: well, and of course, the other thing is, is there was that Instagram post about Reed over Deggy, Dougie, Diggy, whatever. And he's at Troy now, so I don't give a shit. Anyway, but he um you know, as far as he's concerned, he still beat but, us though. He did beat that well, yes and no. Like he came in right there at the end and was on the team that beat us, but I I still just like that is one of the that's almost like a Rick Bettino playing Kentucky thing, right? Like that just like blah. anyway. I'm losing my words because I'm just <laughs> yes. anyway, um but yeah, I agree. I don't know how many more times he can kind of reach in and pull out a diamond. Um, I think Bailey Zappi is like a one in a million. Yeah. I think that was an amazing, you know, catch for Western. Um,
1: and I think that having Lee come along with him as well as Jareth Stearns were the biggest factors in that, too, because he had two people yes. he was immediately <laughs> comfortable with. That, like, he had an offensive coordinator that was able to run the type of offense that made him successful there. And he also had his top wide receiver at the school that he was at, too, and ended up being his top wide receiver at WKU, too. It's just like there's so many things you have to, like, kind of package with it sometimes to be able to do that. And that's, (laughs) I don't know if that's something that Kelton can do every single season. So I don't know if it'll be fair to try to expect that every year. Okay. I kind of want to see him take a chance on someone like Veltkamp, though. Just because, yeah. I mean, being able to beat, that's something he hasn't done is to develop a quarterback. That's someone that stayed for a few seasons. I mean, usually it's just kind of a revolving door. It's the quarterback position, but I mean, I kind of want to see maybe his nephew. I don't know if he's any good or if Velt Camp, if that's like local product, I think that'd be really cool to have someone from Bowling Green that would, if they would be good enough to be the starting quarterback to actually do it. I mean, that'd be pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, I agree. I don't, and, from a political sense, as far as that goes, it's good It's good credit for Western to pick up some local kids.
1: Do you think um, that would help with attendance any, if we were able to develop any type of local kid like that?
0: Yeah, it depends on the kid, I think. Um, you know, you, you would pull some people like that, but I, I don't think you'd pull a lot, just because people got their heads in their asses about the I mean, the other I don't shows.
1: think anything could help our attendance, but that's just... Well, <laughs> yes, I think there
0: are things that could help our attendance.
1: Hosting um, Alabama would be one of them.
0: Oh, well, yes and no. I think, uh, I think like, dollar hot dog, 10-cent beer night would be great, but it would cause a humongous fight in the States, but, um, you know, just doing stuff, you know, having events and giving away free tickets and trying to get kids to interested... People. Yeah, I mean like getting kids interested in western sports is the biggest thing. You've got to get these kids, go to the schools and you know, do like uh, like okay, this may be before your time but we used to have this program called Accelerated Reader.
1: Oh, I and, was a part of that.
0: Okay, okay. And um, you know, that was a big thing in my day was if you read so many books, you got a coupon to Pizza Hut for a personal pan pizza. That was mm-hmm. like the greatest thing in the history of the world. Was that little personal pan pizza. Now, as an adult, you're like Jesus. I could eat four personal pan pizzas, but you know, back then it was like, oh my gosh, this is like gourmet. You know, it's Pizza Hut, but yeah. you know, you yeah. thought it was amazing. But like, that's what I think you need to do is kind of have a promotion um, where you get the kids to come out. You know, you know, maybe take a few athletes with you. You know, have Jamorian Sharp and you know, hypothetically Austin Reed or somebody like that going to the schools and. You know, meeting the kids, get them interested. You know, you want them to become fans. So, you know, just let it happen naturally.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I work in the Springfield and I'm still convincing a lot of the high schoolers to go to WKU. And there's a couple that want to. So, I mean, it just, you have to be intentional about it.
0: Exactly. Um, right now we are looking at 31 students transferring, going to the draft or departing as seniors. Wolf. <laughs> um, yeah, that's ridiculous on a, you know, I won't say 53-man roster because I think we were closer to around 70 at one point. Uh, but I don't know what we are right now. Um, so just kind of going down the list, uh, we have a few walk-ons. Um, Lucas Canario. Canario he's a kicker. Nobody cares. Uh, we have a running back, uh, Javi Burton. Javi Burton. Javi Bunton. I don't know. Look it up on Talac. We'll just, (laughs) I'm going to screw up a lot of these names. So uh, Matthew Flint is a linebacker. That's easy. Luke Slusher, uh, Dakota Thomas, tight end Josh Simon. I said it wouldn't have been a big deal the day before he transferred, if he transferred, but I think he was an impact player. Does that make sense? Yeah, he was. He was an impact player, but he wasn't, his numbers were tracking down. And I don't know what that
1: was. It was post injury stuff. He just hasn't gone back. He wasn't targeted as much either.
0: Okay. We have safety, uh, AJ Braithwaite, which uh big loss. Yeah. Uh safety Talik Allen.
1: That's another big um, loss.
0: <laughs> yes. Defensive back BJ Wagner. Uh quarterback Darius Ocean, which I think that's a bigger loss than some some of these others.
1: I mean, I feel I like mean, he could have been the guy. He could have had an opportunity to compete if he wanted to stay, but I don't I mean, that's another thing too we have to remember is that it's not set in stone that these guys will leave just because they put their name in the portal. Exactly. Because I mean, wasn't it Moses that put his name in the portal and ended up staying? I know that there's been a couple yes. of guys that did that.
0: Well, I mean, and I think it's the offers you get, and they just don't get the offers they're looking for. Um yeah. and I should have led with that, but anyway we got uh center rusty states
1: stats
0: stats, stats. oh it's got two a's so it kind of threw me mm-hmm. uh quarterback austin reed uh defensive back maximus pulley which by the way like that does that not sound like a, a prank phone call name <laughs> a
1: little bit
0: maximus pulley uh kicker braden narvison tight end joey belajan offensive oh, tackle yeah, yeah I screwed.
1: we lost both of our starting tight ends
0: Offensive tackle Gunner Britton and uh, wide receiver Craig Burt. So that's all seventeen that have entered the portal. Uh, like we said, disclaimer: they don't all have to go. They just popped their head in the portal. They said, "Woohoo! Anybody want to anybody want to play?" And they go, "Nope." And then they can come back. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that's how the NFL draft should be. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. They should let these kids go to the draft, test out, let the whoever sit down and talk to them and be like, you can't throw 80 yards. You can't run a 4 4 You can't do this. You don't need to go. Uh, you know, you need to stay in college longer. Or on the opposite side, hey, kid, you look great. Let's go. Come on. Let's go play. Um, I think they should do that for the pros. Anyway.
1: Yeah. But that's the other um, thing, too, is that I wish these guys would remember the grass isn't always greener. I mean, just like, I think it was, uh, God, who was the one that went to Ole Miss, Mason Brooks, and he yeah. didn't even get to start and play much. I'm just like, well, I mean, you ended up on a power five, but, I mean, you didn't really get to help your draft stock any. Was it really worth it?
0: Yeah, did it? Yeah, it. if it doesn't help you in the long run, then why use the bigger name?
1: Yeah, and that's another thing, too, is you know these coaches aren't always going to tell the truth. Be like, yeah, you can come in and play immediately if you come to this power five school. Yeah, and then Cam comes, and then they over-recruit you and like your position, and they have all of these bigger-name players that are better or already taking another transfer for that position, and then suddenly you're buried third on the depth chart.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too, is it's almost like they got like a – Uh, A disclaimer where it's like, hey, Jared, if you come play for Alabama, you can play quarterback if the first six people dive ahead of you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, there's no way, you know, they're not there's no way that you're going to play. But these guys, whether it's family pressure and coaches kind of talking them into it or whatever, they end up thinking that they're going to be starting for these bigger schools. And it's like "Mm." now, like I said, we do have three guys that have declared for the draft. Caleb Oliver, uh, defensive back, wide receiver, Daywood Davis, and cornerback, uh, Khalif Halasi. Halasi? Halisi?
1: Don't try. Don't hurt yourself. I am.
0: I totally am right now. Um, I will say, Khalif could be on a practice squad. I don't know if he'd play, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he had a, he had several good plays for us against a couple teams and actually saved us uh, in a few games. Um now, Caleb Oliver is a name that I do not remember being called very often. So I don't know. You know, some of these guys, if they're seniors, I get it. But if you're not a senior, then I think you should just hold on, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, David Davis, um, I know he got a few catches thrown his way, but like, I just did not think he was a standout, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, another um, thing, too, is I'm looking at the stats. So that's really interesting. So okay. uh, one version of someone that kind of went per, uh, to Power 5 after coming to WKU, a perfect example, Mitchell Tinsley. He yes. had 1,400 yards in 2021, 87 catches, 14 touchdowns at WKU. was yeah. absolutely lighting it up under Zappi. But then, well, he decided to go to Penn State, and he only had 45 catches for 528 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. So that's like major drop-off. I mean, did he still play at a Power 5? Yeah, but, I mean, did he really better himself off that much? Debatable.
0: Well, and that's like, just like you're saying, you know, um, like the grass isn't always greener on the Power 5. Yeah. You know, there's bigger fish over there, and you. it's not necessarily that you're going to be the biggest fish. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we have 11 seniors that are leaving uh, defensive end, Juwan Jones, uh, wide receiver, Jalen Hall, linebacker, Jaden Hunter, defensive tackle, Broderick Martin, defensive back, Trey Shaw, cornerback, Dominique Bradshaw, defensive back, CJ Jones, linebacker, Will Ignat. Linebacker uh, Derek Smith, defensive tackle Mike Allen, and defensive tackle Darius Ship. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I am completely happy with him. And honestly, I will throw this out there: I think Jawan Jones should look at going into the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he's a good he's a good defensive end. Um, now he was not a um, oh shoot, I just went blank. Um, who's the kid we had a couple years back,
1: D'Angelo Malone.
0: There we go. God, I just went blank. You ever do that?
1: Sometimes you just
0: have a name in your head, and then you just go boop, and it's gone. Um, but he's not a D'Angelo Malone, but I think he's uh, maybe a step down. You know, he's probably a step down from that, and I think he could play somewhere, uh, if not NFL, CFL, XFL, whatever the other FLs are now
1: the world cup i don't know (laughs) yeah he could play in the world cup i'd like that would be really shout out to to morocco for beating spain that was incredible i don't know if you keep up with it at all but it was basically like when vcu made the final four in college basketball in the ncaa tournament it's the same kind of thing
0: the only time i watch soccer is when i go to a mexican restaurant and that's on the tv
1: wow (laughs) hey i've
0: watched i watch american football I do not watch soccer as much as our uh, European listeners would not hate to hear me say that. I don't I don't watch it. I, I it's not that I don't watch it. I just don't I don't understand the rules. My wife played in high school. Um, I don't ask she was a defender. I don't know what her position was. Um, you know, we play with our little daughter, we'll play soccer with her, but when you're at that when you're at a younger age, there's not positions, there's not strategy, there's a clump of kids that run around and kick a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't, um, they probably don't even keep score, but, um, so anyways, back on point, uh, you know, congratulations to these seniors. Awesome job. The guys going to the draft. Good luck. I hope everything works out for you. Um, you know, don't take it personal if I screwed your name up because you join a list of very many people that I screwed up your names. Um, so um and and, <laughs> so, and as far as western fans are concerned, you know, just sit down um as Aaron Rodgers said a few years back, relax. Um
1: give your money to WKU.
0: Yes. <laughs> give your money to uh, the WKU, uh, no, the Red towel Trust, that's what it was. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, no joke though. Like if if you're a big football fan and like say you don't like basketball, you know, if there's not football going on, send them a, send them 10, 20 bucks a month. If if a hundred people did that, you know, that's a couple thousand bucks. You know, that may not seem like a lot, but
1: you it know, might if be you enough get to persuade one player to stay at WKU,
0: that could be the straw that broke the camel's back. Seriously, that could be the amount that convinces somebody to stay, um, or to keep somebody from selling t shirts. You know. Which, by the way, is he still selling shirts? Because I might try and buy one. I don't
1: know. You should. That'd be
0: really cool. Um, I would buy one and probably hang it up just because I think it'd be funny. Um, but, and, and like we said before, take this with a grain of salt with these kids entering the transfer because they're not all going to go. Um, you know, some of these offensive linemen, they may go to bigger schools. They may not. They may go to bigger schools and they may sit on the bench. Uh, most of them that I saw had three years of eligibility, which blows me away. Um, of course, we do have a couple walk-ons. Which, how do you transfer as a walk-on? I thought you just just leave and you just go somewhere I don't else. Know how that works? <laughs> I, I I wasn't a walk-on. I never well, really. It might
1: just be like someone that's coming in for next season, like they're a walk-on and they've announced that they'll be at WKU or something. Okay. And that's another thing, too, is we're going to have to just wait and see how Hilton does this offseason. One, yes. with recruiting high school players, which isn't as popular as a route to go now, but especially just attacking the portal again. Like, there's over a thousand players in the transfer portal total. Like, and that number is probably going to continue to grow. So, I mean, he has plenty of options, he has plenty of people he can try to persuade to come to WKU. And, I mean, if we're able to rebuild and be good next season, then, I mean, it's just a lot of worrying about nothing. But, I mean, my biggest concern is how often – well, how, how much longer can he keep it up without having a year that's like 2020 where we're under 500 or struggle really bad or end up getting the wrong quarterback that doesn't fit with the offense or something.
0: I think you deal with those years when – uh, you've got a coach that digs in the transfer portal like Hilton does. I think that's what you gotta do. You know, you're gonna have those years.
1: But as bad um, as conference USA will probably be next season with all these American athletics teams going. So I mean, I really feel like we should be in a good position to win our conference next year. I do too.
0: I think we I think we're in a good position to do it. Um now hypothetically, what percentage would you say uh, Austin Reed coming back to western is
1: maybe 20 percent. you think 20 20%. so i was
0: thinking 15 10. i was thinking optimistic um i was thinking 15 10 because he he's got some skill like he's 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 not afraid to run at all which god you know you just every time he'd run you i really want to be like get down no stop um but I I do think he has, uh, I think he's got a lot of potential. I think, um, do I think he's as good as Bailey Zappi? Not yet, but I think he could get there um, with the right, you know, mentoring quarterback. I just think it's
1: hilarious Um, the fact that we can have a quarterback this season that throws for like 4,500 yards and like 36 touchdowns and be like, "Eh, I mean, they were okay. well i mean i mean imagine those numbers at any other school This like oh this dude is really good oh my god
0: middle would be like making a statue for him
1: they'd be extending Um, him like they have rick stock still for god knows how long
0: austin reed has been at mtsu for 15 years he's getting his
2: double doctorate
0: (laughs) um so, and another thing, too, I just want to kind of bring up is Western, these people that are entering the portal can play for the, in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so there's no worries about that.
1: And I think that most of them will, at least a lot of the ones that I've heard, like Rusty Stats, like he's going to be playing. I think a few others are. I haven't heard if Reed will or not. But, I mean, it's still going to be tough because, I mean, we're playing South Alabama. We haven't even talked about the bowl game yet. Yeah. I, guess I can do that really quick. <laughs> But well, we're playing
0: we're, them we're playing them in two weeks on the twenty first at nine PM.
1: And uh, we're playing ahead. South Alabama. So they were ten and two in Sunbelt. They were pretty close to beating Troy. They were like one of the runner up teams in Sunbelt this year. They were really good. So, I mean, this isn't the same southern Alabama that we remember from years past. <laughs> no. So, that's the hard thing for me is because I just think South Alabama, like, God, I mean, are, they're no good. I mean, it's USA, they, they don't, they, they aren't that good. And they're just like, oh, things have changed so much. Oh, I forgot. They're like 10 and 2 this season with 7 and 1 in Sunbelt, but. I mean, I'm glad that we finally got the new uh, New Orleans Bowl. I think that that's going to be really cool. I mean, it's only an eight hour, eight or hour, eight hour ish drive from Bowling Green. Yeah. So I mean, that's like driving to Panama City Beach, which is what basically everyone in this entire region does every fall break. If you can drive yeah. to Panama City Beach, you can drive to New Orleans. It's a bigger town, anyway. There's a lot more to do. So I mean, New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah, Big Easy.
0: Um. So, talking about South Alabama, they are uh, they're sitting at ten and two, and they're, they're first in the Sun Belt West. Um, mm-hmm. Like Jared said, they were came on uh, runner up right behind Troy. Um, they had some. They lost to UCLA by one point. That's wild. Yeah.
1: Uh, really.
0: They beat Central Michigan. They beat Nichols, which eh, whatever. They beat uh, Louisiana Tech, Louisiana. Uh, which that would be uh, the Raging Cajuns. Uh, they beat University of uh, uh, Louisiana Monroe, and for uh, they lost to Troy ten to six, which is a very weird score to me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously two field goals for them, and Troy had a touchdown and a field goal.
1: It was either a um, defensive showdown or both offenses were just terrible.
0: Yes. Um, uh, they beat Arkansas State, Georgia Southern, Texas State, Southern Miss, and Old Dominion. So they've had a, they've had a fairly good season. Um, I mean, Ten
1: wins is hard to do in modern college football, regardless of what conference you're in.
0: Yes, yes. And, I mean, that's the interns at ESPN are giving them a uh, 41% chance to win. And as we have seen all year, you can't go by that.
1: Yeah, and it depends on how many players we have that are transferring that decide to not play in the bowl game. That's another yes. thing too. Because what if Austin Reed doesn't play? Sits. I
0: mean, what if Darius Ocean sits too?
1: Yeah, then I guess it's built camp, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, I mean, if he, but what if he has a really good performance? What if he throws for like 200, 300 yards and maybe three touchdowns? I mean, that could be an indicator of, hey, maybe Helton should invest in him and not have to go and look for some big transfer quarterback to come in and be the starting guy. Maybe this is your chance to develop somebody. So, I mean, I mean, I want us to win the bowl game, but at the same time, I mean, it's going to be hard if South Alabama keeps all of their players and we don't.
0: And, and another thing too, kind of on the flip side, what if Austin Reed plays and gets hurt? Mm, yeah, I mean,
1: then he's so stuck many with risks. it. So many. They really are.
0: Um, looks like uh, South Alabama's averaging about thirty-one points a game, allowing nineteen. Uh, we're allowing. We're scoring thirty-six and allowing twenty-three. Uh, they're having about four hundred twenty yards a game, allowing uh, three hundred and four, whereas we are. Getting about 480 and allowing 380. So there's that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're getting about 166 yards per game, rushing and about 250 passing, which our passing is a lot higher. We're about 339 and they're about 144. So Mm -hmm. I'll have the graphic up on the screen. uh, You can check that out as I'm saying it. Um, But it looks like Western is. they're giving, they're giving South Alabama the, the uh, they're giving South Alabama the uh, minus seven and a half. So Vegas is picking South Alabama to win this one mm-hmm. which is interesting and I, maybe it's because we got so many kids transferring.
1: Maybe and I mean we still beat FAU about one point on a two point conversion in overtime so I mean yeah <laughs> I mean we could be better.
0: Yeah, sorry, Matt just texted me. Yeah, I, I forgot to tell him when we were doing the show. <laughs>
2: nice.
0: <laughs> so he's going to, if, and maybe I did that subconsciously so I don't have to listen to him give me a lecture about Josh Simon leaving.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, in our group chat, Matt and I kind of got into it over the Simon... <laughs> Yeah, over Josh Simon leaving because I think what he thought was I was making it into like not a big deal, but I mean, and it is a big deal. But there are bigger names that are leaving that are bigger deals.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, is what worried. I was getting I'm at. I'm just worried about our defense is our offense. I feel like Helton has the offense down pat, regardless yeah. of who is going to come in. But I mean, those defensive guys are so hard to replace sometimes.
0: I know we won't know till game time. And of course, we'll have the podcast on. Um, you know, that that night, uh, we'll do the podcast that night to kind of get, uh, and then probably take our Christmas break. But um, if once you find out who's playing, like I think that's going to affect a lot of it. Um, but uh, that will that'll be remain to be seen. I don't know. Um, I think USA has a well. Their schedule is more padded than ours is.
1: Mm -hmm. But I mean the Um, Troy game was still very close Yes Well I mean
2: like
0: we played Indiana We played um, I mean Hawaii eh. Uh, We played Auburn And that What 75% of that game was close And then Um, they blew The the first half
1: was yeah.
0: Um, Indiana's not That was not a great team We should have beaten them yeah. And like I said, we wish we'd had that game back. Um Troy was a lot closer. I thought we should have beat them, but like where Troy and USA, you know, couldn't score, like it looks like we that's all we did was score. Um but I can't remember minutes, the numbers. Though. Of course they had their of course their quarterback got hurt. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um just the mat bag.
1: Yeah, I don't know how this matchup with South Alabama will go.
0: And and like you said, who knows if the player you know who sits in, who you know who's going to sit it out, who's going to play. I think, honestly, um, I think in coaches and players, I think you should play the game.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, If a coach goes to a different school, I think you still they still have to coach the game. That's in my opinion. Like I have never conscribed to the
1: Satterfield (laughs) going to Cincinnati before Louisville plays Cincinnati. That's oh my God. Well, no 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 well, I think like okay. For instance that's hilarious.
0: For instance, like when Taggart left in twelve, when Petrina left, Braum left, whoever, like they always leave before the bowl game. And I'm like, Why? You coach this team the entire year, why don't you finish it out and then the bowl game's over, you get on a plane, you go to the new school. I have never, and it's always like, well, it's recruiting. Okay, you can still recruit right after. You know, I don't understand. I never understood that. You know, you're going to a new team. Like, like finish out what you did with that team. And this is one reason I'm not a college football coach, I guess. Because I'd be like, I'd want to be there, and I'd want to be coaching them. Or I'd be watching the because game.
1: Because you have morals, Devin. Evidently, money wasn't for College me. football coach. You just ditch your team at the first opportunity for a big paycheck. That's how it works. And that's, that's what
0: always killed me with, like, um, former UK coach Tubby Smith was essentially complaining mm-hmm. that players shouldn't be allowed to transfer and do this and do that. And it's like, you do it all the time. coach. That's such a hypocritical thing to say that coaches can do it, but players can't.
2: Haystall, mm-hmm. hey, like, Patrick Sparks.
0: <laughs> there he is yeah, sorry, bud I forgot to tell you. yeah, so y'all started at four huh? Yeah, well yeah, your time. sorry. I meant to tell you well, I seriously that, forgot man? to tell you if and Devin then you says is, it is it Christmas
2: it light it... draft time and then we get off here or what
0: <laughs> um so how upset are you about uh, the uh, transfers because that's basically all we've talked about for 50 minutes.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean well, it's been good it been must good. have been riveting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously it's kind of, it's a lot. Like I was looking at, uh, Ross's list or whatever that we've got on the Tower rack and 31, like every other comparable school is like, you know, seven or eight transfers maybe or less. And we have like 18. So like what's going on, we haven't lost our coach yet. So I was going like, to say, we do don't know? know. We don't. Yeah. I mean, there's rumors that he could go to Purdue or some wherever. I don't know, but I mean, what what do they know that we don't i know reed left so i think that was kind of a domino effect that they're like well hey, okay, the the quarterback left and and then ocean left too so you got your top two quarterbacks gone so maybe people are like well we're going to suck we got to get out of here i don't, I don't know, know but i mean that's a huge amount of people just take off right after and oddly most of them may play the bowl game i don't know i don't know what's going I on i hope
0: so I hope we play in the bowl game because they're not gonna we're not gonna do anything otherwise. Um but a lot of these well, players, I mean, the players are, are, that players that
2: are players too. Yeah.
0: A lot of these are but defensive say, too, so Jesus, your delay is killing me. I'm sorry,
2: buddy. <laughs> You're good. I just gotta <laughs> say our, something our Wi-Fi too. has been awful. Our Wi Fi has been awful like the last couple weeks, so I'm sorry.
1: We'll figure these We got two. what?
0: So we got about you. five. We've got about five defensive players leaving. Uh I'm counting them out. Uh Luke Slusher, O line, Dakota Thomas, Simon. So probably a few more offensive players than defensive. And then we have two walk ons transferring. I didn't even know that was a thing. Did you, Matt? What, like I thought if you were transfer? Yeah, I thought like if you're a walk on, you just kind of quit and then you walked on, you went to another school because you're
2: not on scholarship. So, well, they have like preferred walk ons and stuff. So they get like extra stuff. I don't know what they get. Yeah, (laughs) an extra backpack or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like uh, Neil Wilson, if you remember him, he was a preferred walk on. And I don't know, some of the other. Yeah, I do remember like the Neil. He played, they played um, like special teams or something.
0: If I'm not like wrong, maybe, didn't uh, Neil didn't Neil play for uh, Monroe County?
2: Yeah, he was somewhere. He was local Kentucky boy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's trying. who I was
0: thinking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so real quick, um, basketball. So, uh, well, hold on. Uh, volleyball lost to UK last week, um, so we're out. Um, but congratulations, ladies! Awesome job in the tournament. Uh, awesome job in the season i mean like like we're volleyball you i mean we're going to yeah. be the volleyball read out podcast you know i
2: mean it's mm-hmm. I they're do, doing awesome i do want to say this the okay. fact that yeah. they pulled it together and made it to the round of 32 this year was incredible like yeah. they they had a few obviously really good all-time greats and stuff like Lauren Matthews and Paige Briggs and the really good players but they were they had no business being as good as they were pulling off the record they did and winning a game in the tournament. Like it was really amazing that they pulled all that together and did what they did. So Hudson pulls off maybe his best ever coaching job and does what he does every year, wins a game in the tournament and dominates conference USA for the most part. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, completely dominates conference USA because they were 28 or 14 and three I don't know 14 and 0 and 28 and 3 in
2: overall. So yeah. I mean we we lost the the conference championship game to Rice, yeah. but Rice is a top 20-ish team in the country, so there was no shame in it and it was a five-set in both matches. So I mean other than Rice, yeah. we completely dominated everybody.
0: Um looks like Lady Tops lost to Ball State 82 to 66. I'm trying to check and see when this game was. Okay. Uh, yeah. There was a we little promise about there. Living.
2: There was a little promise there in the Lady Tops. Um, they were down twelve at halftime, and then they actually almost came back and won. So that's good. That that's good. A little that's bit good. of life there, um, but they're yeah. still also like you know one and five. So uh, I don't know, <laughs> but at well, least well, they, they... they showed some fight, and that was very positive.
0: Well, they did have a really good fourth uh, fourth quarter uh, push there. Um, you know, starting out the fourth quarter, being down, uh, 12 mm-hmm. and, you know, pushing it within a few points. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, they headed had it within four. there. A solid,
2: ball state's a solid women's basketball program. So to go on the road and almost beat them, that's a sign of, you know, they were engaged and they weren't just playing like utter crap. Um, yeah. they still have got to figure out how to minimize the turnovers. I think. They had like twenty something turnovers in this one too, so yeah, it's a real, real bad issue <laughs> for them with the yeah. turnovers.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, twenty seven turnovers. Um, we did get forty four rebounds, but like you said, you got to fix those turnovers. Um, now, men's basketball, we beat Austin P by one
2: freaking point. Like that is wild. Did y'all talk about this some um, already? Or no, no, no,
0: no, no. Oh, really we haven't, haven't
2: touched it at
1: all. Okay
0: all right you want to touch it go ahead touch like it mayor
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you can touch the p you can touch the oh p, my now. god
2: go first. <laughs> oh man let me get my trench coat out i um, watched part. i watched
0: part of this game um because i was working on you know post-production for the podcast um and honestly i you know it was one of those i'd look i'd, I'd type up a few things and then i'd look back and i'm like what the hell does that say and then you go back and, you're, you know, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And I go I catch myself like watching the game and I'm like, what in the, you know, but okay, Matt, you talk about it. Cause I'm sure you were more uh,
2: attentive than I was. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. We, we were playing <laughs> well and everything. And then, I mean, just just kinda, I think, I think Stansberry, one thing that I was concerned about, he, he burned a timeout. We were up five with a minute left after making a basket, and that was the last timeout that we had. So I just kind of wonder if we hadn't burned some timeouts or we didn't use that one after I made basket, up double up up two scores. Maybe the it could have been a little different at the end. But it was just like I don't know. It just kind of melted. Like a little bit of it was just kind of bad luck. I mean Austin P was yeah. like shooting out of their minds. They shot like 50% from three and they shoot like 30% on the year. So they were out of their minds. Yeah. But I just remember thinking, okay, great teams are going to take this 14-point lead and going to expand it out to 20, and we're going to play the bench. And what do we do? We, we almost don't play the bench. lost. Not only did you not ex- ex- extend it, you almost lost, and you got lucky that you didn't lose. Like, how do you How do you honestly?
0: if that game was about 30 more seconds game time, we probably would have lost it. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you, and honestly, like the first half, it looks like everything was just trade trade back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. And then Western kind of pulled away and then they tried to pull it back in. Um, You know, it, yeah, that's, uh, that's just uh, something they've got to work on. And I mean, it's kind of good that we're having these games now
2: rather than during uh yeah. during
0: conference play. So
2: I mean ultimately it's a testament to how talented they are that they can do that yeah. and still find a way to win and have the team shoot 50% and whatever but then again I mean you're going to face better teams than Austin P in conference USA so uh, we can't piss away 14 point leads like that. You can't do. You're that. right. Um
0: so just to touch real quick on this the girls are going to play on Sunday at three PM, and that looks like it's at Diddle. Uh, so check that game out. They're playing Little Rock. Um, you know, hopefully they'll do a lot better. Uh, bring your daughters and your perverted sons to watch the game <laughs> so they can help out. Um, <laughs> uh, now, of course, guys are playing Saturday night. They're going to be playing Wright State, uh, seven PM tip off there, um, and then of course on the fourteenth we're going to be playing Louisville, which is next Wednesday. 9 p.m. ESPN 2. So definitely check those two out. Uh, We'll talk more Louisville next week. Um, And then, of course, in two weeks, we'll figure out, hopefully, who's going to actually be playing in the bowl game, to let you know that. Um, Real quickly, um, conspiracy theories that you believe in, Matt.
2: Uh
0: (laughs) Uh, Gosh. Well, I had no time to prepare. So, oh, uh, no, yeah. I mean, why would I give you any time to prepare? Right, uh, Jerry. I,
1: had, I had negative 46 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, Devin, this oh. one was tough. Like, this one was, I'm not that much of a conspiracy theory person. And, like, most of them that I do believe in are just, like, ironic and not, like, actually believing them. One that I ironically believe in, just the fact that I've seen it happen, is the fact that we all live in a simulation. And the reason i say that is because i can't tell you how many times at work there would be no one there is not a single soul in our cafe nobody's there and the door and the register are very far away so it takes a minute to get there like i can't tell you how many times there's been no one in the cafe i will turn around for maybe two seconds and then turn back and there's four people waiting to have their order taken where do they come from they did not walk through that door they just appear that nothing no one can tell me otherwise they just spawn out of nowhere like a computer simulation i've seen it happen too many times
0: now i will say i i do know neil degrasse tyson says that that it, he believed for a long time that we'd lived in a simulation which for a christian you're like that's ridiculous but yeah
1: which is where i'm know. at i believe it like ironically but not like seriously but i mean i have instances like that where i'm like well what if it's true <laughs>
0: now okay here's one i believe in um Jerry, i don't think you i don't think
2: your salvation <laughs> no, i don't no. think
0: uh i don't think jfk was shot alone i think there was a couple shooters just saying mm-hmm. that's just I one mean, of my i was going to
2: bring up jfk but i that's all that came to my mind about conspiracy theories like i don't know i believe in aliens like what do you want me to say well <laughs> i think and it's still uh, alive I
0: think that I figured I figured Matt was a flat earther. Honestly, that's what I was thinking.
1: (laughs) Oh, do you want to hear the most ridiculous conspiracy theory anyone can believe? What's that? WKU going to the NCAA tournament under Rick (laughs) Stansberry?
0: No, I think the most ridiculous one is that Rick Stansberry knows there's a bench.
1: Oh my god. (laughs)
0: Uh, That's just my (laughs) thoughts, but anyway. Anyway, uh, so, like Nobody I said before. Nobody shoot
2: that ball, so I just kept them in. <laughs> I
0: didn't have anybody to go with after them. Coach, there's a bench. What? There's a bench? You, you got to build trust. <laughs>
2: <laughs> God.
0: Uh, but anyway, uh, like I said before, uh, if you want to support us, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, We appreciate it. It helps the algorithm and kind of pushes our show out there for more people, Western fans and sports fans and people who think we're funny and conspiracy nuts, apparently. Um, If you want to support us directly, you can do Patreon. Um, If you would like to talk to somebody about your kooky conspiracy theory that seems very out there, you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash (laughs) out. (laughs) What an incredible segue. And
1: then, uh, you know, if you, you
0: if you use our affiliate link, it also helps us, so we appreciate that. Uh, and it also gives you ten percent off your first month, I think. Uh, so definitely, uh, if you you know if you need help, seriously, if you need help, go on there and they can pair you with somebody, um, just like the ad read says. Um, Western is got a basketball game on Saturday, uh, seven p.m. Then next week we're playing Louisville at nine p.m. at Louisville. Uh, right state is this Saturday, seven p.m. Lady Tops are playing uh, Little Rock on Sunday. And then next Thursday, they're going to be playing Indiana State. We'll talk more about that next week. I will make sure to tell Matt the right time. And then football will be playing in two weeks. Uh, They're playing South Alabama and New Orleans. So definitely check back there. We will be updating uh, the tracker on the portal transfers uh, as time goes by. So definitely check out the Taurox update portal there. but uh, appreciate you all coming on. Thanks, Matt, for coming on for the past 15 minutes. And, You're uh, welcome.
2: <laughs> as always, right. guys, go Tops. go Tops. Yeah, go Tops. Thanks, Devin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. When he says 5 p.m. is essential, is it to nobody knows? to put central. I
0: just... Matt said he wouldn't come in, so I forgot. Uh,
2: conspiracy theory, there is no time zones. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Peace out.